1: for free at luckylandslots.com Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for
2: details Jay here for Shetford Paddock this is the Paddock podcast joining me as always is my venerable friend mm-hmm. Mr. Joe Smith how we doing? I'm doing very well how are you doing? Yeah I like your top there it's very uh, colourful orange is it? Yeah it is yeah factual <laughs> well don't start the conversation with that and then not want to talk why are you getting annoyed what are we talking about today um we're going to talking about antoine griezmann uh, from atletico madrid and yeah. sometimes barcelona fame because this is a story that's it sort of pops up every now and again does not it griezmann to united you know over the last sort of four or five years has been the odd rumblings now and again never felt anything overly concrete but it does keep coming up and there's there's the latest rumors i think based on our uh, Article in the Athletic, uh, which I'll get into um, about how he could be a potential January transfer signing. That's if Eric Ten Hag can get any signings over line in January, because as I said in my news this morning, there does seem to be a bit of a conflict going on with mm. what Ten Hag wants and what Murta, Arnold, the Glazers are mm. uh, willing to happen in January on the back of the money that's been spent already this summer. So we'll have a look at all that stuff. As always, though, we need you guys to get involved in the chat and the comments as well. Uh, Santa not says, You are miles from each other. Did you have a tiff?
0: We did, yeah. We just wanted to, so we could look at each other rather than being sat right next to each other. Yeah. Squash it. We've literally been talking to each other all day. Yeah, so we So it's have. another hour. So can't you know, wait. You see uh, it. I don't think Griezmann's good enough for United. Wow. Straight in with that. I, I, come, I think, in terms of who, how good he is right now, yes. he probably, obviously, you know, he's better than. Some of the players we've got, yeah, but he's 31. Yeah, he's been sort of in and out of things across multiple teams for about three or four years now. Yeah. Like ever since he made that Barcelona move, which was just a disaster, he's not been a first choice starter. I know there's this whole thing about playing him from the 63rd minute or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, I'll get into that in a minute. I'll season. explain a little
2: bit about that. I think there's been an impasse on that one.
0: Um, but he's like he, he doesn't start every week for. Atletico I think he's good he's obviously been an excellent player in the past but there was always question marks over him even at his best 20 when he was sort of 26 27 when United were first linked with him you still kind of thought he seems like a sort of quintessential La Liga player where technically brilliant but he could sort of maybe get the physicality of the Premier League be one of those where it's Mm. like you don't quite see the best out of him and now he's 31 I just think I can't be arsed with it. And I also can't be arsed. And I know that, you know, I'm sure it could be overlooked, but some of the things he's done off the pitch over the years are fucking questionable at least, aren't they? Like, I get it. Maybe you didn't mean it, whatever. But I don't want United players where there are pictures of them, you know, blacking up, ideally. That would be a, a decent sort of basis to start from where whatever he meant by it, I don't care. I don't really want that. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just too
2: many things, Me, man. Like, I can't be arsed with it. Yeah, there was the blacking up incident where he he, did, he went as a, a Harlem Globetrotter to a, a party um, and blacked himself up. Um, there was also the footage one of him and osman Dembele saying yeah. stuff to the um, Asian um, people working in their hotel or something yeah. um, um, against the sorry Asian technicians in their hotel room. Yeah, I mean... It's just one of them, is it? it's like it's, It feels a little bit like the Arnautovic thing where there's a couple of things there mm-hmm. off the pitch. You go, that seems a bit like an headache. Yeah. And then it's, the, I mean, let's be honest, the main issue most fans have, and I don't like speaking for the fans, but all right, I'll speak for myself, is whether he's good enough. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are going to go, okay, he's a bit questionable off the pitch, but he's amazing. So you yeah. probably stomach it. When he's not that great, he's 31 years old. He's had a bit of a dramatic sort of last year or two probably a bit further back than that and also there's this off the field stuff mm. it just adds to the air of is this the answer to well, any? yeah of that who problem? can be arsed with it yeah and, and, and yeah like i said he's good he's been
0: very good at times in his career but i don't know he, he's never he was never like since he left where was it that he was at before uh, before barcelona um, well, he was at uh, uh, Atletico, um, but before that was it so- not Sasi? Yeah, Saucy and he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you look at his since he left there though. Yeah, he's, not- he's he's never quite been the main man anywhere. He- like he's always playing second fiddle at France at Barca, mm. or even at Atletico. Now it's like, I just think he's almost like it runs with like a sort of French Marco Royce who mm. uh, at Dortmund, where they're like very good players, and you watch them, and in certain games you will be like, Jesus Christ, how have they not got? 200 you know career goals these are incredible talents but at the same time you think you are stuck at Dortmund you are sort of you went to Barca for your big move it didn't work out you stuck at Atletico I just sort of think it's it's not the right player for Man United we need young hard-working players in the sort of second or first or second contracts of their career I think Ralph Ragnar used to make a big point about that I think Anthony and Melassia and even Martin as it was, he 24. I think they're great examples of players that are still fighting to prove their kind of international significance. Um, And I think that Griezmann is, is going the other way where, you know, I don't think he's got the quality of Casemiro. He's also a year older than Casemiro and he's just, why would you want
2: him? I mean, there's so many reasons to put you off. I mean, he is a big name. You got all Antoine Griezmann, he's been, you know, one of the biggest names in football over the last decade or whatever. But, He's 31, he turns 32 in March as well. So if you get him in January, which yeah. is, you know, he's, I know he's 31 until he turns 32. But, yeah. you know, he's going to be obviously past his peak, Obviously, probably on massive money. I'd be very surprised mm-hmm. if he wasn't. It does seem a little bit like this is unlikely. I'll get into the, the sort of reasons for this story and then we'll get into some of your comments. So mm-hmm. please do keep getting involved in the comments. I will, I'm going to read them shortly. But it's like, you know, where's this coming from and how's this happened? So this is according to The Athletic, um, you know, Griezmann, he's on loan at Atletico from Barcelona, and United apparently have acquired over, uh, about the French striker over the summer, and it said they are now considering reigniting their interest in the player. I mean, yeah, Re- considering reigniting their interest is, you know, it's it's hardly emphatically we're going to get him. There was also this thing this morning, maybe some on news this morning, but the, there was a, a story again in the athletics been picked up elsewhere mm-hmm. like the Mirror and places like that, where I think it was Laurie in the Athletic, Laurie Whitwell, was saying that. Ten Hag wants more signings in January. Well, he literally said that. Yeah, he, he said it. he came he, out yeah, and said, he said we're that. already looking at January in the summer. Yeah, so he wants more signings, and the sort of the powers that be are like not happening. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like we've we've spent big money in in um, in the summer, so we're not going to go again in January. So it looks like there's going to be this maybe this little bit of an impasse or this argument. Um, yeah, Ten Hag said. Recently, we have many meetings about the club and the, and the owners, not the owners, sorry, the, the, the hierarchy, like, you know, I think it was talking about Arnold and, and Mertz and that. We have to improve the structures in and around the club, and we will also look to the window in January or next summer already. Mm. Now, Ten Hag's record at signing so far, I know Anthony's only played, you know, a few games, but he's he's got it right, on it. You can see what he's doing mm. with Malassia, a bargain, Ericsson, a freebie. Martinez who's become a cult hero overnight. Yeah. Casemiro was a bit of a no-brainer to me, so you can see why you know like okay mm. these signings have already had an effect. Four wins on the trot. I know it's only early days, but we know we need reinforcements. Yeah, like we know we're short up front, and also we've
0: got to remember as well like look at Ollie's first window as a in his first full season, five weeks or six games, whatever it is into that season, you would have like Wambasaka was fantastic. Yeah, a, a massive improvement over Ashley Young. Harry Maguire was brilliant. Yeah, massive improvement over was it Chris Smalling that had been playing there at the time. Mm. um uh, Dan James looked like a, a much improved
2: uh, certainly. Dan effort-wise. James has the, you know the the sort of early season form of of a peak Ronaldo. Yeah, was like banging him in, and everyone's like, oh, this kid's amazing. Yeah, and then he just fell off a cliff. Exactly, and that that happened with a lot of Ollie's signings and a yeah. lot of Ollie's players
0: that he trusted. it started off brilliantly and after, cause like I will, I will obviously look and review exactly what, you know, Martinez, Melassia, um, Anthony Casimir and all that have done so far for United, but I won't say they've been successes in terms of transfers until Christmas at the earliest. I think really you need a full season of playing to say whether his transfer has been a success. Even Martinez, who has been, I think, United's best player this season, I wouldn't say that transfer is a success yet because should... six good games doesn't make a fifty million pound player worth it.
2: You look at the likes of Memphis, got, Memphis Depay, yeah, player to think player of the month in his first month. Yeah, Angel Di Maria again. I think he won player of the month or was one of the players. Cavani, was... Cavani, like early season form or early United form for these players was phenomenal yep. even going back even further i'm a bit older you don't even remember i'm not trying to be funny but Dennis veron, Violet. Yeah, Dennis <laughs> Violet, yes <laughs> when he came to the club um no um veron veron first few games everyone yep. was like what who is this guy mm-hmm. he was m- a magician first seven
0: or eight games de marie
2: was sensational
0: lukaku was sensational so i don't think we can say these six have been a success but what we can say is there are still positions that Ten Hag hasn't reinforced that still definitely need improvement. We can say for a fact that we need a goalkeeper that can play out from the back better than David De Gea. We can say for a fact that we need a midfielder that is more competent on the ball than Fred and Scott McTominay, even though McTominay is on, I would say brilliant form. Actually, we know there is improvements to be made there. We know we need another striker because Our two strikers are a 38-year-old who seemingly can't pass anymore for some reason and Cristiano Ronaldo Mm. and a 27-year-old or 26-year-old Anthony Martial who has basically had two years off being a, 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 a competent footballer and this season has missed every game due to injury and the 40 minutes he has played, he looked very good. But realistically the odds are that he's probably going to have a season more like the last two than any of the ones before that because of, you know, how people's careers work in terms of recency. Why would Marshall have a 20 goal season this year? He's probably not. So we know that we need to buy these players. And the only problem is, and I think the, the point that Ten Hag made, and he's, and he's made it slightly, I'm interpreting what he said here about talking about we need to improve the structures, is we've spent 200 million quid, that we needed to spend. There's still probably another 200 million that needs spending if we really want to you know, get a top-class striker in, get a top-class goalkeeper in, get a new right back, get a, a backup left back, or however you want to do it. But we've not sold anything. We've made so little money back. Look at Chelsea, look at Man City in particular. They were on a, 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 a positive net spend this summer. Man City have got to the point now where they invested so well in the early 2010s that now they can sell players and bring in Erling Haaland and still make a 100 million quid profit. Do you know what I mean? Whereas us, for the last 10 years, we've spent one and a half billion pounds and we've made about 300 million in sales. Like that's the structure that needs to change. Ten Hag could spend twice what he does now if we actually knew how to bring players through, sell them at the right time, sell players that aren't working out. Like, you know, Anthony Martial, for instance, I'm not saying we should sell him now because we need him. But if you think back to the end of the season before last, when he just got, what was it, six goals in all competitions? if we just sold him then we probably yeah. would have got 30 40 million quid for him now yeah if we sell him at the end of this season what are you looking at 15 20 like there's players that we just hold on to for so long because yeah. the wages are so uh, big that you can't ever sell them and i just think that's the structures that he's talking about there because if we can't spend in january it's not because we spent too
2: much it's because we haven't made enough in sales because every other top club is doing it no you're right uh, i'm gonna get in some of the comments loads of people uh, in the chat in the comments. Uh, Shubanka Parajit, uh parajat sorry says for the love of god stop buying players over 30 although casemiro rules uh caleb deterli has been a member of the first team for 90 months says he's still decent fits the system we currently play um we currently play well just a question around wages as well if he will continue on like this for much longer uh, drew dennis says king Motty, thank you um a few people, I think Andy Tate's in the chat as well. Good to see Andy Tate. A few people talking about Waspgate this morning. Yeah, I got attacked by a Wasp. Um, Johnny Knapp says, like the video. Yeah, do like the video. Hit that like button. Um, let's get to 500 likes. Uh, Matt LeGree says, we need Jan Sommer. Um, Mozan 33 says, why not Felix from Atletico? Alexander Isher says, Griezmann is not what he was some years ago. I think it would be a bad buy. Um, other people saying Atletico won't sell. Um, I mean, he's on loan in here, Atletico. It's a bit a bit yeah. of intrigue that. I'll get into the, you know, explain that because there was, it was sort of all getting a bit weird, wasn't it? With yeah. um, with what was going on at Atletico and Barcelona because he kept coming on in the 60th minute and everyone was like, this is some sort of deal they've got. Well, not deal they've got, but like ba- Atletico have to give Barcelona less money. Yeah. But apparently they've um, sorted that out. Anyway, I digress, Joe. Because, as you well know, smooth sack summer is slowly coming to an end. It's autumn now. It's all all, all fall, as some people like to call it. Yeah. If you haven't been escaping for the summer sun, it's not too late to sweep your sack for those pesky pubes. Yeah? You understand? Good lad. As summer comes to an end and we enter fall or autumn. Autumn. Yeah. Keep your boys clean and fresh, just in time for fresh ball fall. Nice. Or or clean scrotum autumn. autumn. Nice. That's what I mean? Yeah. So nicely. Just, just riff that. Yeah, you did very well because I was trying to think of something yeah. that ran with autumn. Scrotum. Didn't think of it. Scrotum. When clean you're from scrotum, like you are. Scrotum, scrotum. Scrotum. In autumn, autumn. autumn. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I love me. Gross and being cleaning up, it Be works. Sick. That yeah, you've done really well. Um, the leader in below the waist grooming is here to make sure you your pubes feel smoother than a beach ball and smell mm. fresher than something very nice. I'm not going to say that line. Start the new season the right way and enjoy. Uh, and sorry, join over six million men worldwide, yeah. which I think last time I counted is basically everyone. That is a lot, though, isn't it? Six million. Mm. More than five, it's less than seven, though. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? No matter how that works. No Mad you always I baffles like? me they do that i don't know it's, it's just it's talent yeah um who <laughs> chose manscaped trademarks with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code devils20 at manscaped.com there's a link in the description because we've all been there have not we you've had some re-accidents haven't you me trimming your oh. nether regions
0: i uh i told you once and i, I bought a um <clears throat> a five pound razor yeah electric zipper price or weight Price. Right. Yeah. I'm not lugging it about okay. like some Victorian, you know, yeah. oil powered machine. Okay. No. Um five quid from yeah. I'll say it. Actually, I probably shouldn't say No, it. let's not do it. A, that. a, a large high issues. street
2: pharmacy. Yeah. <coughs> bought it. Thought <laughs> a large high street pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah. That runs with say you what it's your hair was going great, you might get your roots done. Very good. <laughs> uh, I bought their uh clipper. Home brand,
0: and I thought perfect. Get me Spuds done. Yeah, you know I'm in the I'm in the scene. And you know what? I like to impress myself. Yeah. So I thought, go for it. Yeah. It was like a Hoover getting stuck on the tasseled edge of an Egyptian carpet. It Such just word, sucked yes. all my skin in. Yeah. It went and stopped. Right. And my, and I was like, it was hanging off. It could hold the weight of itself by how much skin it really? got put. And it I had to, enough. I, got, I, I was, was like I was, a leech. Yeah, I was inside the, the the machinery itself. You were like Darth Vader. Yeah, it was... Part yeah, man, was, part machine. Part man, part fucking razor. <laughs> it was awful. Right. Un, un pulled it out. Yep. Bleeding everywhere. Really? And that's a bleed that won't stop. No, that's not like, what you want. Like, you know...
2: Do you know what I mean? The bleed that won't stop, like... Like the owner Lewis's bleeding love. <laughs> Exactly,
0: I thought you were going to say something else. and I'm so glad you ended it. Right, up with um, but exactly. Yeah. So yeah. don't
2: you know? Uh, manscaped. Well, that's got why you need the manscaped technology performance package. Because <laughs> exactly. they've got the Lawmower 4.0 yeah. trimmer, the weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer. Yeah. Men of my age certainly need that. i mine. Um, crop preserver, bordeogum. Yeah. yeah. Crop reviver toner, mm. performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag crop to reviver hold your goodies. Crop reviver toner. Watching uh, sugar babes. Crop Reviver Toner
0: was... She auditioned, but... Oh, that was Kerry Katona. Yeah,
2: she didn't get in. Uh, Siobhan got in instead. Bastard. I know. Nearly. Um, what, what do people what have to do in? then? Well, they have to. all they have to do, if they want to get all this, and you also get the 4,000K LED spotlights, you don't have to use the candles and all that nonsense, yeah, yeah. which we've all been, we've all been there, uh, they have to go to manscape.com. There's a link in the description. Use the code DEVILS20. You get 20% off. You get mm. free shi- uh, shipping. Free shaping as well. Um, and you keep things smooth and fresh.
0: Yeah. I used mine the other day. Yeah. It's fantastic now. Yeah. Really great. I've had multiple compliments from the same person.
2: Yeah. That's the producer there is praising me for my superb efforts there. Uh, yeah. So, you can enter, what do you call it? Scrotum autumn. Yeah. Clean yeah.
0: scrotum autumn. So, you
2: can leave smooth, Ball summer and go to clean scrotum autumn. Perfect. There you go. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring the channel. Um... Do you think? <laughs> do you think we? How much money do you think
0: we need to spend to be back challenging for the big honours?
2: You know my thoughts on transfers. Mm. I love transfers more than I love football matches. <laughs> right, for starters, that's true. I'm not even joking. Like, I celebrate transfers like most people celebrate winning goals in cup. I yeah. I mean? He
0: took like, his top off and pissed himself on a central reservation, didn't you? When we signed... Debravka. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, it's like, it's like Lee Grant all over again. Yeah. Yeah. But this is almost as good as the Lee Grant set. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? I I love transfers. No, seriously though, I am of the opinion United should just keep spending money until we win things. Yeah. Now that's, you know, people go, we've already spent 230 million or whatever it is this summer. So f***ing what? Spend yes. more. There's always money for transfers. You can find it. You can keep finding money for dividends. You can keep finding money to furnish this debt. You can keep finding money for all this other nonsense. You can find money for transfers and you need it to compete. There isn't a magic recipe that doesn't involve spending money. No. People think there is. Oh, you can just, we'll just get another class in 92. No, you can't. That happened once mm. in the history of football. Yeah. Have you had five players come through a U team, that four of them who went on to represent England constantly, and they've all won the treble? That's yeah. never happened before. And it's not going to happen again. No. As much as I love the current crop of youngsters, and I think the likes of McNeil and Ganacho, and other they're a little bit older, uh, Zidanic Bal and, and Charlie Savage are going to be great, you haven't got a class United 92 waiting to, to catapult you to the pinnacle of world football. You need to spend money. Now, in the past, we have misspent money. but mm. that doesn't mean, well, because we've done it wrong in the past, mm. we can't do it moving forward. I know,
0: the, 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 the correction isn't... We've spent, we've wasted loads of money, so let's stop spending it. The correction yeah. should be we've wasted loads of money, so let's spend it better. Yeah. Let's spend it more smartly. Let's buy the
2: right players, not let's stop buying players. Yeah. And also, if you go to Tenag, right, and you go, here's your budget, you've got a budget of 240 million quid, mm. then he will make that sign, or he will sanction the signing for 100 million euros on Anthony because you've given him all that money. Mm. If he'd have only had. 15 million quid to spend, he'd probably yeah. just got Malacia and Ericsson. <clears throat> yeah. Because he, he could find those players. He can get those players that are a bit of a snip. If you go to him in January and you can say, all right, well, you know, I get it. We haven't got, you know, we have spent money. So we're going to give you, say, 40 million quid mm. to plus, b- bring in a strike. 40
0: million quid plus anything you can get from, Yes.
2: Yeah. I guarantee he'll know someone. He'll mm. know a player that he thinks we can get. that will cost less than 40 million. Mm. The guy's been managing the Dutch league for four or five seasons, whatever it is, smashing it up. He knows not just the players he's managed, but the rivals as well, where he can go, okay, there's a kid here we can maybe bring in or there's a player there. It's doable. Mm -hmm. And where'd you get to in January? If United say, I don't know, fifth, Mm. and we've got an injury crisis, are you telling me you don't spend money Mm. to try and get into that top four? Or, I know it's not going to happen, let's just pretend. You're challenging for the title, Mm. Yeah. he's tearing it up. He's banging in loads of goals and he gets an injury that rules him out for three months. Oh, we're not buying anyone. Forget the title race. No. Come on, man. You you know, there's always a way. Do you know what I mean? No matter what. So I don't buy into this idea that because we spent loads of money in the summer, regardless of anything, we can't spend it again in January. We can. And that's what what Tenag was saying. He was saying that. You know, we should, you know, we're looking at January. And I think he's right. Uh, Adam Sharp says Charlie Welling scoring the winner for Oldham on Saturday, great finish as well. Uh, Cosmic says afternoon dynamic duo. Um Ryan Rogan says, What's funny is no one wanted and until we got linked with him. Um yeah, I get it. Like we've spent money. I'm not mm. saying we haven't, but I just feel like, you know, if we if needs must, we've just got to keep going. Yeah. Do you, you know what to- I mean? And there's 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 ways amazing. And you know what? If you can't afford it, yeah. Joel or I Avram, mean, whoever it is, that's sanctioning these signings because it's not their money; it's ours. Here's an idea: sell the club and fuck off, and someone else can can sanction these signings who's yeah. got money because yeah. the Glazers do not got any have the other than ours. Who's yeah. got our money? So it's all doable; it's all manageable. There's you know there's a way to do it. Um, yeah, get involved in the chat in the comments. And let us know what you think. I know it's you know I'm being slightly sort of simplifying the the, the argument there, but I just love transfers, major. Yeah. Just love him, man. They are fun though, aren't they? Yeah. Even right. though,
0: obviously the football's better, but, but transfers are fun.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite ever United transfer in your lifetime that we've done? The one that excited me the most?
0: Yeah. The first the first one I really remember was Ruud van Nistelrooy.
2: God, I feel old. Uh, that.
0: I remember we, we were in the car park at the, at, the work, at the Priory in Workshall. It's like the sort of shopping centre. Right,
2: it's okay. got a It's peacock. not, it's not the, the alcoholic clinic
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. No, or the Priory, which is actually a, 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 a like almost a thousand-year-old church. It's got pretty good historical significance, actually. works out. But we weren't there. Right. There's a, you know, a, a Peacock's clothing store, a Wilco,
2: a Quicksave. Um, is it one of them? It's one of them. It's like a, a, an Arndale yeah wh smiths yeah it stinks of a precincts on and Yes,
0: yeah, so chopping city yeah imagine that yeah. kind of area yeah. so we were there listening on the radio i remember the deal fell through Yeah. 12 months later we come back in for him we've got him what was yeah. it 12 million 18 million something i remember it was a lot yeah. of the time just, yeah and signing him and i remember immediately i yeah. loved him my favorite player i used to play up front for school he was a new striker for United, just banging goals in all the time. You yeah. know, when you're at school, like, oh, I'll be this guy, I'll be that yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, pretending to be, I was Van Nistlero every single day in the in the playground. Yeah. So for me, even though the transfer itself didn't have this sort of magnitude that it does now, yeah. that Van Nistlero one was right up there for me because of how good he was as well. The other one that actually I really liked. Sorry to add no, to no, go on. on it's, all right.
2: it's not there's not a limit.
0: Uh, where uh, they own hargreaves transfer right okay. which again i know it's not Falcow. no or whatever but we were on holiday in like a caravan park up somewhere in, in england yeah and every single morning me and my dad would go to like the little like you know, the little shop that's there where you get like a bit of jam or like a lemon curd or something. Yeah, yeah. had uh, lemon curd for years. Yeah, you know, we get a bit of lemon curd, get a bit of milk, and we used to get the newspapers every day and read all the transfer rumours every single day and we're there for a week. And over that week, it went from being like, United are interested in in, in Owen Hargreaves to United are, are going to sign Owen Hargreaves, basically. And it was a nice little bonding moment. Me and my dad walking to the shop every morning, yeah. reading the newspaper that we're going to sign Owen Hargreaves. And
2: then again, for that season, fantastic. I love that. I love that story. I love that. Your you dad so close, especially when it comes to football, I was like, I'm oh, mad i still am. Yeah, so, you know, we always chat about the football, and he took me to Old Trafford when I was little. Um, what shows? The, there's two that stick out for me, signings wise. Mm. One was Eric, just because of the shock factor. And I do, i didn't realize how good he was at the time. Did anyone? I don't know. People now will say, Oh, well, I always thought he was the key at Leeds. I didn't, yeah, do you know what I mean? And the thing to remember is, he scored. At the, it's almost like i think there's a charity shield for canon that really catapulted him because he scored a hat-trick then against the scousers i think in the charity shield um and then because of the back end of that lead season for leeds when they'd won the title he'd mm-hmm. been a very good player for them but he you know he, i think he's got like three goals or four goals so it wasn't like he was the the only no. reason he was obviously the, the they wouldn't have done it without him there's no doubt about that even though they probably claim it now because they ate him um so when we got him i was like wow he looks like i knew he was a mint player i just didn't realize how good he was until you saw him week in week out yeah. and you've got to remember that at the time i was what 12 and not every game was televised no so i wasn't watching Leeds every week because you couldn't you couldn't and no. watch them when they played united unless and, you're
0: going to ellen road yeah
2: you're like, you physically yeah can't watch i think the charity day. shield was televised obviously yeah. and you know w- when we had the title running with them a couple of games were yeah. where i'd watched them um but i'd only seen like probably six games featuring him or whatever maybe a little bit more so that was like right eric's kind of coming here mm. nice one um but Andy Cole was the big one for me because I was 15, I think when we bought him 14, 15 and um, he was amazing at, the, at Newcastle. He broke all his records, yeah. scored so many goals, just great, great young player. And then I remember getting home from school and it was evening news, back when, back when evening news was just the proper reputable paper. Mm. I dropped through the letterbox or whatever, or I can't remember that I bought it. And he just said, you know, Andy Cole signs for United. And I was just like, what's going on? Yeah, he rang, I can't remember. I rang, rang one of my mates, and I was like, "What's well, going on? Have you seen this?" Andy Cole is great because he'd had a little bit of a drought at Newcastle, like where he's gone like six games without a goal, or whatever. But he was still like prolific. Mm. I was like, How have we got him? How have we got Andy Cole? This is amazing. And then obviously, you know, it took him a little while, but eventually, the rest is history. So those are the two that, that proper yeah. stand out. I mean, there's been loads like you. Rude was a great one. Van Persie. Van Persie. Van yeah. Persie was great. It's funny because I had Dave McDonnell on the on the channel the other day, and. Um, I was saying to him, I don't ever said it on air or before we were recording. I, might, I, I can't remember what I said to him about the Van Persie one. I said, I remember reading his story saying United signing Van Persie mm. and tweeting that's never going to happen. You're talking rubbish. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I just thought, there's no way uh, Arsene Wenger is going to sell us Rob Van Persie. He'll let him rot in the reserves for a year yeah. before he sells him to Manchester United. I
0: think that was one of the things that kind of had it for him at Arsenal, you know, Wenger. That final thing of I know he, he was there for another few years after that, but that was such a moment of like, oh fuck it. This whole United Arsenal rivalry is just so far in the past now that I will sell you our best player to
2: basically guarantee you a league title. That's like just giving up in it. I think as well that was proper 4 D chess from Fergie. Yeah. Fergie stopped being his enemy. Started being dead nice to him. I remember yeah. programme notes telling United fans to stop singing anti Wenger chants. Because yeah. some of them were pretty grim, to be fair. Mm. But they, they appeared at like the LMA Awards or whatever and he praised him. Yeah. Everyone's like, what is going on with Fergie? Why is he just starting being nice to Arsene Wenger? And he's like, oh, you know, we used to hate, but I hate him he, I hated him because I respected him and he's such a good rival. And he's just sort of thawed. And you thought, oh, maybe it's because Arsenal aren't the force they were. But Fergie didn't care about that. Fergie hated people forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. He does not care whether you are a rival or not. If he didn't like you, didn't like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? When Rafa Benitez, especially was... people that were never rivals, that yeah. Fergie hates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like no matter where Rafa Benitez was, he didn't like him. Yeah. So um, so I was thinking, you oh. know. And then they gets to the point where it's like you want to buy Robin van Persie off him, and you know, and then Fer- and then Fergie sort of made it out like Fenger was was won that deal. Yeah. Oh, you know, he should have been a, a, a poker player or whatever. Or, you know, mm-hmm. he, he had me over 27 million or whatever it was for a title, basically, yeah. for a league title. And also removing any chance Arsenal had of winning the title. Because yeah. as soon as he sold him, he was done. Yeah, I thought I was so, so clever from Fergie because, you know, without Van Persen, we don't win that last title. No, Do you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, people get involved in the club, co- loads of people. Uh, Ed C says, Wenger's first decision of his career. Jordan mm-hmm. Clark says, David May... Blackburn best player. Uh, Ryan Rogan says, Strangest signing, Alan Smith. Um, Santa Knott says, Signing Veron was huge, a proper Glasgow. That was huge. He'd won Lazio the title that season, mm. Serie A. And I honestly thought when we bought him, we were never going to lose a game again. We didn't win the league like that year. Um, what's the strangest signing you've seen? It's a really good point, now. Strangest. Um I don't know, there's been some odd
0: ones, haven't there? Like Michael Owen was odd. That felt weird at the time. It's like, why is this happening? I couldn't quite get my head around that. Probably Michael Owen, for the ones I've seen. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know. You've you've played for, you're a Liverpool, not legend, but you've you've done all your best work at Liverpool. You've not really been that good for ten years. And we're going to bring. It came
2: in. on the back of his brochure as well, didn't it? So he was being mocked because he yeah. brought out his brochure saying, you know, come and sign me, and I, you know, I've got charisma. I've you know yeah. got brand recognition. And to be fair, it was like I hate Michael Owen. But it's kind of the thing that people or you know, it's like a LinkedIn, but not on mm-hmm. LinkedIn, like in a, in a, you know, like a hard copy. And also for a footballer, it's like, right, what are you doing? Um, but I remember one, I used to live with these lads at uni, and one of them had said, Kenny, my mate, said, you know who you should go for in the summer? Michael hello in. And I laughed at him. Yeah. I said, that's stupid. I said, hey, he'll never, ever come. No. you know he's a Liverpool like pretty much a Liverpool legend although yeah. he, at know that know. point he was yeah because
0: you've got to remember they'd hadn't won the league then no they were one less champions league down as well yeah he was like basically him
2: winning the Ballon d'Or was probably the second best thing they'd won yeah. after the and champions league and he broke of loads of records I you know yeah like he was yeah, yeah. I think he'd left no. slightly under a cloud but that put that more down to him and Benitez not getting on rather than yeah. him hating a club or whatever yeah so there was still an element of you know respect and he mm-hmm. could have you know had he gone back to Liverpool I think they would have liked him um, so I was like, that never happen. And I remember, like, the, the, the odds on him coming at United were like forty to one or something. And then within an hour of the day it happened, the guns had stopped taking bets. Some had leaked, like yeah. being spotted at Carrington or whatever. And then you try and convince yourself this is a good signing. Oh well, if he stays fit, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember, oh, he could get more goals than Tevez this season anyway. <laughs> it's nonsense. Um, but yeah, that was a an odd one because, of, like you say, the Liverpool connections. It's very rare in it that a player. I know it wasn't between the two clubs directly. You
0: know that hasn't happened since like the fifties.
2: Oh, it was. It who was the last player to. It oh, was the last player to sign for between the the clubs to move between think, the clubs. I
0: can't remember, but I think it's in nineteen fifty something. But yeah, that's I know just, this doesn't make. I love that how it just is. You just cannot do it. You just cannot go from Liverpool to Man United or vice versa. I'm
2: looking at it now. Sorry. Um, no, oh, right. Phil Chisnell. There you go. When was that? 1964
0: 1964. sorry
2: and that was when i think you would have probably had bill shankley and matt busby then and those two were very close
0: and it, also back in those days it you know being a footballer for 10 years didn't set you up for life the way it does now you couldn't quite pick and choose quite as much as you can now like yeah. a footballer can earn 40 grand a week almost in any top flight league in the world back then you finished playing football you got another job yeah. so like if, if liverpool came to you or united came for you it's local. You don't have to move house, which you, you know you can afford to, but you're not earning huge money. And you know that used to happen a lot more often, didn't it? Players playing for United and City, or playing for Liverpool and City, or playing for Arsenal and Tottenham, because it was just a job more than yeah. it was now a you know
2: a, a life and sort of generation wealth changing thing. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's, it's mad how it's uh, evolved. Um, some great shouts here. Some of them like Liam Clark says William Prunier. Like I remember him when I was a kid. Came on loan, I think, for three games. Uh, friends defender, we needed cover. Came in for three games. I think we actually won the, the games we played. I can't, I might be wrong, um, but he's always used us as a sort I, of I you, weird one. But loan signings are a bit different anyway, because sometimes you bring someone in because you mega short, and it's yeah. like, here's someone who's available. Oh, Larson. Yeah. Can, someone's mentioned Henry Larson. Saying he was good signing is just a bit strange. It was weird. I'll tell you
0: what also was really odd weird. odd one.
2: Fantastic player, though, say Sean McGrinder.
0: Yeah. Lauren Blanc was a
2: weird transfer. I remember
0: at the time... I mean, I was very young, but I remember yeah. my dad's reaction to that was like, "What is? Was that a 33-year-old, 34-year-old centre back who is, if nothing else, a top player way past his best yeah. to replace Yapstam, who at that point was, you know, I would I would say arguably, but him and Desai,
2: yeah,
0: probably the best two centre backs in the world, yeah, um, or considered to be at the time. And it's like
2: we got in a, a well past his best, Lauren Blug. Thirty-five. That was hard. Thirty-five. That's Do you know what it is, though? This, Fergie did this a few times, right? And I think there's an element of this with Owen. Fergie wanted a player for years. And, he, you know, he tried to sign Blanc since 1996 mm. and eventually got him five years when later. he was 30. Yeah, which <laughs> is still like, yeah. okay, I get it. He was a bit of a Rolls And I think, yeah, it? the thing with Blanc was everyone sort of thought about Blanc. He doesn't need his pace to get him out of trouble. No. He's like a Steve Bruce type character who reads the game really well. 18 plus and can just be sort of you know that command influence at the bo- at the back um and also when you've got like young defenders like like yeah like Wes Brown I think mm-hmm. he was has suffered an injury but you know you've got Wes Brown or someone who's young who's got legs who can play alongside him then it kind of makes um it kind of makes sense um he had a bit of a difficult time at at first it sort of leveled off a bit it wasn't
0: that bad actually yeah. from what I remember obviously I was I was it was my sort of early years watching United because I was seven. I
2: think we um early doors yeah I'm just looking at some stats yeah I forgot about this yeah we suffered five defeats by December 2001 Bloody don't forget with the reigning champions we'd won three in a row
0: yeah and, and the year before that by the yeah. way is Fergie's highest ever points total as a as Man United manager. we got yeah. 91 points I think it was in 2000 and, so we were by far the best
2: team in the yeah. country and and um, people pointed out that the five teams that have beaten us Bolton Liverpool Arsenal Newcastle and Chelsea mm. spelt Blanc <gasps> So, um, yeah, is that real? According to it, also Wikipedia, I don't remember that.
0: Clamb. <laughs> but you know, we didn't have a player called Alan Clamb. We'd sold him the season before, Jay.
2: Um, Ed C says Blank was a solid six out of seven every out of ten every week. Uh, Alex King says Cleverson or Dejemba Dejemba? on signings. See, no. those were signings based off internationals. I think mm. Dejemba Dejemba was Cameroonian, wasn't he? Um, and he, was, the he went through this stage in like the early '90s where he bought a load of youngsters. She had the likes of Liam Miller, God rest him. David Bellion, mm. um, Cleberson, who was relatively young. Um, your man there, Dijemba, some kid called Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't know what happened to him. Mm. Um, so it was like, okay, you know, I, I don't know if it's a reaction to Chelsea getting all this money and it's like, well, we'll, you know, try and build for the future. And of all those players, obviously, amongst all that nonsense, was, was you know, one of the greatest players of all time. I don't think it was that strange we got him, you, you know, Especially considering Cleberson, we're talking about this the other day, was a World Cup winner mm. and played in every game, I think, in the World Cup in hit the bar in the final. Um, Martin P says, Come on, Bebe has to be up there. That was weird. He also says uh Oberton Bellion and Cleberson. Bebe was weird.
0: Yeah.
2: Especially for the fee that was suggested. It was eight million quid, wasn't it? Something like seven and a <laughs> half, something <about> eight. <laughs> yeah. But people were like proper questioning that because the kid had played no real top level football no. at all. And then there was these rumours that he, I don't know if it's true, that he'd been in the Homeless World Cup and all this other stuff. Yeah. And it was like, why? And then it was like, oh, well, Kyle's queer and then Real Madrid room for him. It all got a bit shady. Yeah. And, you know, had we bought him for like 50 grand, you'd go, all right. Yeah. I'll tell you one. Here's one for you. Older fans might remember this one Graham Tomlinson. As he sips his tea, to, for, Graham pause Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Who's yeah. Graham Tomlinson? In 93, mm. when we won the title. The, the premier league title yes the premier league title the, the one that liverpool have only ever won once that's the one um the same, same amount as leicester yes same amount as blackburn yeah <laughs> it's weird that isn't it how you don't ever hear those teams considered to be the greatest premier league teams ever yet yeah, you constantly hear that argument being put forward for the Scousers for the mm. liverpool team that's won one premier league title um yeah graham Salmonson. um he signed for man united um a hundred grand sorry not in 93 in the summer of 1994 played one game against Port Vale. he came on as a substitute um he was at the club for about four years and he just went alone a lot of times and then how old was he, he when we signed him um in 1994 what was he so he would have been about 19 20. Mm. um where from bradford city he scored six goals in 17 he's a striker he scored six goals in 17 division 2 games and we bought him a <laughs> hundred grams. What? That's what I mean. It was so... I remember, right, I used to get the Man United magazine. Whose uh, mate is he? Like, and I remember, like, it was, like, United summer signing, Graham Tomlinson. And this is before the days of the internet. Which, like, which you
0: know, sounds like the owner of a carpet shop. Yeah.
2: So you're like, right, okay, who the hell is Graham Tomlinson? And yeah. why have we bought him? And it was like, I don't... I can't remember if it had the stats in it or that. But I always remember Graham Tomlinson, right, okay, yeah, United summer signing, this youngster. And I was like, I used to think now and again, like, whatever happens to him, I don't remember seeing him ever no. at United or hearing about him or, you know, you get... I've never heard that name. Yeah, exactly. And you're a very well-read Manchester United fan who, you know, knows a lot about things that happened before your time. Yeah. But literally, people forget he existed. Yeah. And I'm not being tired of the guy because he played... He might have only played one game for United, but it's more games than any of us have played. But it was like, what happened there? How did he end up with United? Where did he go afterwards? So he went, right? We bought him in 1994. He, he played that game against Port Vale. Um, he had a brief loan spell at Wimbledon, um, featured in their 1995 UEFA Intertoto Cup squad. Um, he then returned to Old Trafford to play in the reserve team. He went to Luton, and then went to he went on loan to. Um, he did have an injury. To be fair, in '96, he suffered a leg fracture. Um, he went to Bournemouth, Millwall, and he went to, left Old Trafford when his contract expired. And then he went to Macclesfield, then Exeter City, um, and so then he did the full full
0: Length of his contract at United, yeah,
2: and he and he went through the right, he went from one extreme to the other. So he started off at Bradford, goes to United, goes on loan to Wimbledon, Lew and Bournemouth, Millwall. Then he goes to Macclesfield Town. Then he goes to Exeter City. Then he and he's not that old as, as well by this time. Like he's I'm trying to do the maths right here. So when he's 27, he's playing for Stevenage Borough. Now, admittedly, he's had an injury, so you might just say he lost a little bit, but it just seems a little bit strange. Like this guy, bad, like who. <coughs> Most like, I'm not, I can't speak for everyone, but a lot of people will be like, What? Like,
0: I think who? it's fair to say that
2: over 50% of United fans won't have heard. Of yeah, him. he's such a sort of niche person. Like, yeah. Graham Solinson, I've heard of him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Steve's probably done a scouting video on him, but he's <laughs> <laughs> <Steve's> still got <laughs> something in him. He's st- there's still enough left uh, in the tank. Or, or Steve's probably getting him to play for Paddock because he's like he's a like, yeah, he's, a uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's 46 now he's a coach, I think. Of course. Um. I mean, the thing is that, like, I've done a, I did a Q&A once with Bojan, and Bojan says, like, Jordich, he played twice for United. And he says, he sometimes he gets stick off people that go to him, oh, how many times did you play for United? And he says his response is, how many times did you play for him? Yeah. I do think that's fair enough. Because imagine just playing for United once. Yeah. Oh, my and God. And it's
0: like, people are, oh, why are you still banging on about playing for United? you only played twice? We bang on about Man United all the time. We, Everyone yeah. I know that's a United fan, all they do is talk about Man United. And we've never played for him. We've never trained for him like we've never been in the you know what I mean like you've never been in the in the team in the squad anything and yet you know we're surprised when someone who's played twice for man united still talks about it yeah. that's all i talk
2: about yeah. all and i talk all, about is man united anyway also, i've done q and a's with several players right Bo- Bojan has played twice for United, and he's one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, and he's 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 just, and he's had a like a, 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 a colorful career. And he's won trophies, a and stuff, but he's genuinely ace. He's just a great guy, and like anyone who meets he walks in a room, he's just like your best mate. So. You know this whole thing. Oh, we young. But what have you got to talk about? He's got some great stories mm. because he was such a character, um, and he wouldn't like the Jimmy Murphy Player of the Year award. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he yeah. was. He was one of the youngsters who was like, "Oh, this guy's going to be the next big thing." Didn't quite happen for him, but a, a proper character. Um, Shane Tomlinson says, "That's mad. That wish I was related to him, some long lost uncle." Lol. Um, who's your Wally of the week, my friend? <sighs> Whoever decided that we couldn't play leads at the weekend. Hmm. Because just do it. Would you not? I understand your argument. And I love playing Leeds because we batter him. I don't love going to, to play them away, but I love playing him. Um, would, there's an argument being put forward that, okay, this weekend made sense. The previous weekend was the, the Palace game was the weird one because it was so far away from anything that would have No, because The reason the, the, why the, that the, one made... The policing made, of Her Majesty's they,
0: they Neither of them made sense. Okay. But for me, the one that made... The Palace one made le- more sense because no games were played that weekend. The Premier League just went. We're not having it. Like it's all off. Out of respect, it's all off. And whilst I, I thought, I don't really know what respect that is showing, especially when other, you know, top flight sport is being played. Cricket, rugby, still went ahead. Um. So I didn't quite get it. I don't agree with it, but I can see why United's game specifically was called off this weekend. City played. Tottenham played. Uh, who else played? Fulham played. You know, what the
2: sad thing is as well, like. I know people don't want to admit this, and this is always happens at United. When you have got a, a real reason why it might affect you, people just go, we should, it doesn't matter, we should win anyway.
1: Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? ha! in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: We're going to go into that city game having, what, 16-day gap? I know. Now, yes, we can have behind-the-closed-doors games. I'm pretty sure we will. Do you know what I mean? Probably yeah. play, you know, a Macclesfield or whoever and get a team in and play them at Carrington or whatever. But, you know, we are, we have missed two games there. Mm. City in the meantime have had, was it Dortmund? Mm-hmm. They've had, who didn't play the weekend? Um, was it Wolves? Yeah. They've, they've had two competitive top level games mm. and then we're going to go and face them. And we're a team that's new with yeah. four or five players that, you know, have only played five times for the club or whatever, going up against a city team that's a well-oiled machine with, one of the best strikers in the world, leading the the, the, the line for him, did, it's going to be very difficult to say the least.
0: I did a video about this yesterday about how that I think United obviously you, they need time on the pitch to gel. That you yeah. can't, there's no re, re, uh, replacement for that. But I think this basically month off, yeah, that some players have had Premier League games anyway. It's, it's almost a month,
2: yeah.
0: or um, it's almost like a pre-season. When you think pre season was, what was it, start of January to start of August? That was the pre season, wasn't it? And yeah. the first game was the 7th of August. We've basically got another pre season. So the players like Ronaldo, like Ericsson, uh, Martinez, Casemiro in particular, uh, Anthony in particular, uh, Dubravka, had zero pre season. Ericsson had played a bit of bits and bobs mm. here and there, but missed a, a good chunk of it. Th- now he's like, get in the getting the, uh, go to Carrington get in the, in the teaching rooms, learn what you need to know, get it so that things are, you know, unconscious where you know where the runs are gonna be, learn Ten hog style. Yeah. He's not the manager, the sort of manager that I think needs players playing quite as much. Someone like Jose, I used this example yesterday, is such a motivation and emotion based manager yeah. that he gets his play, come on, like yeah. that's how he gets good, good performance out of players. Ten Hag is much more mathematical and tactical than that. Yeah. So I think the more time you have learning his approach, the better. Obviously,
2: City, you know, they're they're at that stage already. I agree with that. My my worry is, and I'm not, you know, you're right in what you're saying, but my worry is City are the sort of team that could be 3-0 up in 10 minutes. Yeah. Because we're still finding our feet. You know for certain, by the way, that Haaland is going to beat Martinez in the air. Yeah. going to be be the narrative forever. Yeah. Um, And they could come at us, you know, it's away in it, it's at the Etihad. So, you know, it's the one game where they all turn up for that one, don't they? It's the only sellout they're guaranteed. So they get at us straight away. And if we don't weather that initial storm, Mm -hmm. they get a couple of early goals. We've seen them do it against Real Madrid. They got got to tune up after 10 minutes, didn't they? Last season at the Etihad. Then we could be in all sorts of trouble. And you're already thinking damage limitation, aren't you? Mm. Because this could be a cricket score. So that, I, I understand what you mean. It makes sense what you're saying. Yeah. I just, I worry that because we've not played a competitive game, yeah. and because they are the champions who, you know, yes, they've had a couple of changes. Jesus and Zinchenko have gone out and Sterling. But this 90% of that squad's the same. Yeah. That they've been playing all season. And they seem like they're getting into the rhythm now, don't they? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They've, they've sort of had a couple of draws, I think, and now they've started just winning.
0: Yeah.
2: Going into us, and we're feeling a little bit of rust where it takes us 10 minutes to get into the game, mm-hmm. and those 10 minutes could be critical. Now, I might be completely wrong, you know, we soak up pressure, we hit him on the break, we win 5-0, happy days. But it's just, it does worry me a little bit. So I get I get your um, argument that, you know, the game's getting postponed, especially with what we saw elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, so yeah, that, that's my Wally of the Week. Your Wally of the Week. Whose is yours? Or who is yours? I'm going to go with Philip Schofield, man. I can't stand that, man. Go on. Is, I mean, I I'm, I could care less about jibbing in. We've all done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jibbing in, all right, you've done it at the, 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 the what was it, the queue for the Queen's. Coffin or whatever mm. so it's a bit different than jibbing in the queue for do you know what i mean yeah not, it's not like on.
0: getting the fast pass at old alton towers is yeah it?
2: but it's like he's such a smarmy git do you know what i mean he's spinning wheels to win your gas bills and all that i just can't stand him and now he's sort of been elevated to this national treasure type iconic figure mm. he's just a muppet he's so dislikable i don't get it do you know what i mean there's just i don't see any redeeming qualities to him he's just a lot proper tory and you know you can have nice stories it can happen but he mm. ain't one of them mm. yeah so i just i can't be dealing with him so yeah sorry
0: to, to, to anyone Sco who's go a philip
2: scoffer and i know ollie willoughby was there she can join him but i've just got a thing for philip scoffer i can't stand the guy uh anyway <laughs> digress get involved in the comments in the chat and let us know what you think um about any of those things there's a link in the chat for joe's video talking about the fixture pile up mm. and how manchester united and eric sen the players are gonna have to deal with that um you can find joe as well on sloppy joe's have you got a video out there at the minute
0: yeah we've got a podcast out tomorrow brand new
2: podcast so make sure you check that out sloppy Ooh. joe's podcast uh search that on youtube or spotify and myself and david scott aka our kid will be live at 7 uh, we're going to be doing a podcast at seven, so check that out for Scotty and Morty. But most importantly, make sure you are subscribing to this channel. There's a link in the chat for that. Subscribe to the channel. Don't forget as well to use the code Devils20 for your Manscaped needs. There's a link in the description for that as well. You get 20% off and free shipping. So big thanks to Manscaped. Big thanks to Joe. And a big thanks to all you lot who got involved. Thanks for watching.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network